Hey, welcome to Oasis Singles. My name is Pastor Dave, and I'm so excited you're here. By the way, this site is not just about Christian dating service reviews and so forth, but it's also about life advice, all things Christian single. We have articles, we have interactive ways that you can get in touch with each other, and we also have podcasts that are all about the Christian life. I hope you enjoy our site, and I hope you enjoy the podcast you're about to listen to right now. God bless. What's, what are you hiding behind today? A lot, maybe you're not hiding behind anything, and that would be wonderful, because that's really the kind of um, the kind of life God wants us to live—that free, that freedom to be who you are and to to just say, you know, this is who I am, and if you don't like it, it's just it's okay, it's okay. But some of us hide behind our mask. We try to be someone who we're not. Maybe we're hiding behind a career. Maybe we're hiding behind. It could be anything. You can fill it in the blank yourself. But that's one of the things that uh, is a byproduct of, of your intimacy is distance. Second thing, there's, there's a second thing, and it's this. It's, it, we could also become defensive when we're lacking uh, intimacy in a relationship. It can make you or me defensive. And again, in Genesis, there's another story. And you know the story. What happens is... Adam and Eve were together, they ate the fruit, and then God says, you know, what's going on? And, and Adam says, you know, this woman you gave me, Lord, she's the one that, that caused all the problem. She's the one. He was getting defensive. And then, and then Eve said, well, well, Lord, this snake over here, <laughs> there's this snake, <laughs> he's the one. And the buck was passed, and then the snake was left with um, basically uh, no legs to stand on, right? Ha, ha, ha. I heard that somewhere else. But that's the fact is when we're, when we're in a relationship, it's very easy to get defensive because we're, we have that guard up all the time. And we're always wanting to blame. You ever hear these things? And I used to argue like this with my wife until I learned how to argue. And we actually are, are going to be teaching a, 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 a seminar on how to argue and fight. Because I think it's, a good, it's good to fight and argue sometimes because you know why? You have to be real with people. You just have to know how to argue and fight. You ever hear this? Well, you'd never do that. Or you always do that. Why do you always do that? The always and nevers and worst thing, you know? But really what it is is really like hurling uh, complaints about the other person because we're in this defensive posture because we're guarding our own hearts. And if, if we could just learn how to, to be real and, and open up our hearts to other people, you're not going to have these problems like this. And um, you're not going to have the issue of either being defensive or being distant from someone else. Because God doesn't desire that at all. Not, not even a little bit does he desire that. And I want to move on. You can just go on to the next screen, brother, because I want to talk about this. <clears throat> Here's the first step. In fact, it's actually, it's actually the second step, but I want to, you could leave that, but I want to address this first because I think it's really important when we're looking to, to overcome our intimacy issues is this. We need to take a prayerful relational risk. I want to use that word risk 
for an intimate relational return. Can we repeat that together? Because it's so, it's, each word is so important to remember. You must take a prayerful relational risk for an intimate relational return. What we're saying is, you know, you're not going to ever have an intimate relationship with someone else if you're not willing to take that risk. If you're not willing to open up your heart. And I have to say, um, pain is there. Pain is real. Many of us have experienced pain of rejection. Many of us have experienced the pain of other uh, types of relationships where things didn't work out. But what would happen if you never took that, that risk to begin with? And that's the most important thing, the first step is. And notice it's a, prayer, it's a prayerful, prayerful risk. It's not something where you just go off and like, and we're going to talk about this in a second. Uh, but I want to tell you that it's scary. There's no other way to say it. <laughs> how many of us, by, by the way, how many of us told someone that, I know you don't have to answer this. I don't blame you. I wouldn't answer it. How many of you have told someone, I, I love you. I love you so much. I want to, I mean, I'll, I'll just, I'll give you the moon. You want the moon? I'll give you the moon. I'll, George Bailey. I'll do anything. I'll do, I'll do anything for you. I just love you. I want to spend the rest of my life with you. And the other person, I have a friend, by the way, who, who, who actually I'm talking about. They're not here. He says, you know, I, 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 I said this. We were friends. We were like best friends for three years. And I just, we were walking around, and, and, and I just loved her so much, I just had to tell her. I said, you told her, and okay, and, and what happened? He said, she looked at me, and she says, you love me. Like, he meant love in a romantic way. And she says, I could never love you that way. Oh my gosh, can you feel the pain in this guy? Shoof. I mean, we're, I hope, you know, I think pain sometimes can be a good thing sometimes because we shouldn't, a lot of our, in our society, we tend to try to avoid pain and there's medication for that and there's different things. And that's good sometimes, but sometimes to get in touch with ourselves, it's okay because it keeps us in touch with, our, with who we are as human beings. And he, he came to me in tears and, as he was describing it. And the thing, it happened like two years before. And he's, when he's describing it to me, he's still in tears. But they were tears of just remembering the painful memory. But he said to me, you know what? I am so glad. I am so glad I went through that because I grew as a person. And there's this poem that, that, that I, I found, and he kind of like didn't mention the poem, but it's a little saying about risk. And, it, and it's this, it's basically, um, there's, a, there's a flower with a bud, and there's a flower, like a full blossom, right? And it says this, and the day came when the risk to remain tight in a bud, nice and safe, you know? was more painful than the risk it took to blossom. And really, the choice is yours. You can remain a bud, and that's cool, I guess, you know, in its own way, or, or you can blossom 
into the kind of person God really desires you to be. And he said to me, he said, you know what? I, I risked it, and I didn't get what I was looking for, but God was overseeing the whole thing, and I needed to go through that because it prepared me for the next relationship that God brought me to. And now I'm so happy, David. I'm so wonderfully happy and blessed because I'm in an intimate relationship now, and this person accepts me for who I am. I can be myself. I can open up. I can open up and blossom and just say exactly who I am and, and what I'm feeling without wondering, am I going to be rejected tomorrow? Isn't that a wonderful thing? And that's what it's all about. That's the kind of relationship God wants us to have. But it's scary, but it's even scarier not to risk because you may never... I know people, I know people... I'm thinking now of a, of a 52-year-old woman that I, I used to work with, and she has never been in this kind of relationship, even though she desires it, like that Catch-22 thing, but she's so afraid of it, and so she remains a bud and she remains lonely. God doesn't want us to be lonely. God wants us to be, have intimate relationships. And one of the things we do here at Oasis is we actually have these things called connect groups because we believe we should do life together. It's not just a Sunday. We believe when your heart is aching, you should have a place to say, you know, my heart's aching. When you're, when you're having a stressful day, there should be a place for you to say, you know, I'm stressed out. I'm just not, it's okay not to have it together. We want to be real with one another, and God wants us to share these things. And so at Oasis, I'm, I'm just doing a little commercial now. We have connect groups, and you can go online and see where we meet during the week. We actually have one that meets here on Sunday nights for now, but we may be changing it to Sunday afternoons, possibly. But we have them all through the week, and just the point that God wants us to connect. And that risk is important. And while we're on the topic of risk, and do we have a time? Because I'm going to I'm keep it on time today because it's Mom's Day. 11.56. Okay, 11.56. Thank you. You're, you're very there. Um, I had, this is a true story. I, was a, I started as a probation officer. I became a mediator. There was this guy that I had to go see in prison. And his name is Deva Lewis. And... He was horrible. Every report I read, I talked to his probation officer. I talked to his, his mother, his own mother. He threatened to slit her, her throat. Okay? Shh. You know, uh, he stole... Sorry. <laughs> We're friendly here at Oasis. <laughs> he threatened... Uh, he stole $10,000 from his own mom, and then he, uh, he's on different, all different types of drugs, and he was in a gang, actually Latin Kings, and out of Perth Amboy. And everyone I talked to said, stay away from this person. He, he's going to Jamesburg Training School. That's a juvenile facility. There's no way. He's been in and out of different programs with DIFIS. There's no way this kid's going to ever, ever change. Stay away. Uh, don't be me. What do I know? I go into the adult workhouse because he was 18. So I went into the workhouse, and I talked to him. And, you know, I, I actually put my job on the line because... In fact, for the 26 years, I, I, every person that came through my doors, I tried to tell them about the love of Jesus. Because I know, gosh, if there's someone drowning and you know that God can help that person, why not share that with someone else? We want to be that kind of church where if there's someone in need, we want to share with someone. Not out of like, look at me, but out of like, I'm just one beggar just trying to help you where you're at. And I'm, I want to show you. I want to help you. So I went there and I talked to him about Jesus. 
And I risked my job in doing that because if anyone were to find out, I would have got fired. And I risked going against what everyone else said also. And I'm not bringing attention to myself. I'm trying to make a point. And he looks at me and he goes, Jesus, what do you know about Jesus? I don't, I don't need your Jesus. I don't want your Jesus. And the anger in his face, he had like a, a distorted face. I thought actually, man, this guy's been, I don't even know what, like, if this guy is normal or what. And I spent like an hour, I said, Devil Lewis, I'm just sharing my heart with you. I want you to know, you may never heard these words. I want you to know I love you because God, God loves me. And look what he, you know, he died for me and he died for you, and I want to share that with you. And, and we left. He says, that's fine, and you can leave now. And I left. Uh, of course, we were through a, uh, I couldn't even have hit a stay on one side of the, uh, the desk and me the other, and there was two guards there and so forth. And, you know, nine months went by. And I was in my office, and the secretary said, there's someone here to see you. And I said, like a good state worker, ah, send him away. I'm on lunch. (laughs) (laughs) And she says, he's insistent he wants to see David Butler. I said, listen, I don't have any appointments, okay? So I was in a a pissy mood, all right? Give me a break. Anybody ever get in one of those moods? All right, liar. So I said, will you please just send him? He said, He's in, three times she comes back, I go, all right, bring him in. So he comes in the back, and there's this guy with this big smile, and he's carrying this, this, this big Bible, actually. He had like this big Bible about this size. I said, I don't carry a big Bible. You know, that's kind of intimidating, carrying these big Bible things. And the um, thing is, is... Uh, I go, who are you? I didn't know, I didn't recognize him. He goes, my name's Devin Lewis. I go, what? Devin Lewis? He goes, yeah, you're the guy that, I just came to thank you for taking a, a risk on me. He used those words, taking a chance on me. I go, what are, you, what are you talking about? He goes, well, I got out of jail and, and six months, uh, you know, three months later, my charges were dropped and what happened is, when I was on the streets of Perth Amboy, there's this guy from Teen Challenge. And he shared the whole gospel of Jesus with me. And I got down on my knees and I accepted him as my Lord and Savior. And, but if it wasn't for you opening that first thing, taking that chance on such a rotten guy as me, I, I wouldn't have been here right now. I want to thank you for that. I go, wow, that's amazing. And, and today, you know, he, he actually uh, is a counselor with was uh, drug-addicted kids, just like he was, ex-gang members. Amazing things. Just making a point, it's scarier not to risk. It's, it's scarier, scary to risk, but scarier not to risk. But in truth, there's a balance here now. And the balance is, don't take a prayerful uh, risk, right? And it says in the, next, in the next point is this, is avoid premature intimacy. You ever meet people, and now we're talking, I guess, more about a dating thing where you hear people and they're uh, saying, oh, um, what's your name, Jane? Um, let's get married. <laughs> you, know, you know, you meet someone and all about, oh, I love that person. Oh, they're just one, because, oh, they have wonderful hair. They're just the one for me. <laughs> you know, you ever meet people like that? And God's saying, and that's why God's word is so relevant. 
there's a point for intimacy, but God says make it a prayerful point and make sure you don't like share your bear your heart with every single person. And the next thing is in Sol in Song of Solomon chapter eight, verse four. This is Solomon talking, and he says, Listen, I want you, this is his 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 girl. He says, I want you to promise me not to awaken love until the time is right. So that's just a little thing to to keep your eyes on in there. And really, though, the first, I want to, now that was the, the second step was really taking a prayerful, a prayerful uh, risk, relational risk, for an intimate relational return. The first step is really making sure you have that framework, that foundation with Christ. Before you take a risk, you must really find the security, acceptance, and intimacy in Jesus Christ. He's the one, he's the one that can keep you grounded when you're rejected. You know, it's easy to risk when you have a God who accepts you no matter who you are. That's what got this other fellow through his thing. You know, he was rejected, the guy that shared his heart with this girl. The only thing that saved him was he had the grounding in Christ. He knew that Christ accepted him. He knew that he was there for him all the time so that his life didn't just crumble. With Christ as a foundation in our lives, you could go through anything. God can take you through any kind of pain because he promises, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And he promises his perfect love will cast out what? All fear. And that's really the point of it all today. And maybe you're at a point today where you want that kind of relationship. Maybe you feel really so lonely today in your heart. And you said, gee, maybe it's not even a dating relationship. Maybe it's just, I want to feel the love and acceptance of another person. Well, I want you to know that Jesus Christ is, another, is, is God himself, but he also is a person. And he offers you forgiveness. He offers you unconditional acceptance. He offers you a new beginning in life if you just submit to him. He offers you also, once you have that grounding, then, then you can take the risk that God is calling you to. Because God calls us to take risks in our lives. Don't live so safely. Live Live large. We have a large God that believes in, if you take a, a risk in faith, like we're doing here in a, in a church, for example, God is going to honor that. Don't, don't be one of those people in a nursing home where you find them at the end of their lives and, and you, you find these, these bitter people, some of them, who, uh, who just say, man, I wish I did that. I wish I did this. If only. You don't have to have the if only. I'm going to pray now. We're going to close. And I'm going to have the worship band come forward. And we're going to pray. And I just want to let you know that Jesus is here. And I want to pray for you. And if you've never accepted him, if you've never felt the acceptance of Jesus Christ, and you just want to do that, you could just silently in your heart pray along with me. And we could do that. If you're, if you're a Christian, but maybe lacking in your relationship, you know, today's a new beginning for you in your marriage even. Today's a new beginning in, in your relationships with others. If you take the action step of come out of hiding and be yourself, maybe for the first time in your life, take these steps and know that Christ will accept you wherever you are, even if, even if things don't go well. Father,
I thank you so much for everybody here today. I thank you for this wonderful day of Mother's Day that we honor here. And Lord, I pray um, that you would just bless the hearts of these people. If there's, a, if there's a person here, Lord, that does not know you in a personal way, I pray that you would grant them forgiveness. I thank you that you died for all of us on the cross, that there's not one person that you, you didn't uh, die for, Lord. And I pray that the reality of your love may become real in their hearts. And, and it says in God's word, if you believe in your heart uh, that the Lord Jesus died and rose again on the third day, and you, you take him into your heart by faith, Lord, it says in your word, you've given us the, the power to be called children of God. And I pray for that person right now, whoever they are. And Lord, I also pray for all the burdens that even as believers, Lord, we, we, we still can walk around with the, the pain of the past and intimacy issues. And I pray for all the ones now that feel they're just missing out. And I pray, Lord, that your love from your word would just pour into their hearts to know that they can take prayerful risks, that they can be themselves, that they can come out of hiding because you're there for them. We thank you for that in in Jesus' name. Amen.